0: And I'm in love.
1: coming in hot chinch on a tuesday brother how we doing man doing good man has the uh
2: has it worn off yet or do you still feel like a newlywed (laughs) going
1: on (laughs) you know what sarah's you know we've been we've been together for four years and she's we've been in the same house for a couple couple years but i think i think you do feel a little more of a connection like the commitment making that commitment in front of your family in front of you know god so yeah i think there's definitely a little bit more of a more of a feeling that way but it's business as usual bro <laughs> business <laughs> as usual <laughs>
2: hey, speaking of which we didn't talk about it what you what is on your ring it's not your ring oh ring.
1: dude how about this my man uh my man bobby t over there south hills jewelers <laughs> oh. made this made this ring for me it's it's got like you can't really probably see it but do you see it oh you can kind of see that yeah so there's you see buffalo. the mountains the mountains and the trees in the back and then there's yeah. buffaloes running around it cool that's yeah, Really cool, dude. I thought it was really cool. What
2: color what is that made out of?
1: Titanium. Nice, dude. Yeah. It's like a so, club on here. Yeah, really cool, dude. It's a I got two rings. I got that one and then Sarah's like, Could you just get a normal one too? I'm like, oh come on. I want the one with the buffaloes on it. So I'm <laughs> running for the storm all the time. So <laughs> I got a, have- I got a, I, she's like she's like, Sean Casey, the only guy in the world's Get two two wedding rings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, did you ever when you played some guy got really rich i think he was a former athlete making those like rubber
1: oh the rubber rings yeah you yeah. no Athletes i did wear... u- i did use that a little bit not when i played yeah. um but i did use it like you know at the end of, you know f- for a few years just yeah. like when i work out and stuff i would put it on i probably should do that now what i'm doing now is dude when i first got to the big leagues i, I lost my you know my if I had my first marriage i'd lost my wedding ring it was so bad like i i because when you're playing, you're taking it off all the time. Every day. so, yeah, dude, I got I got the same ring back, <clears throat> and I started putting it in my shoe. Uh,
2: oh, when so, it, while you were playing?
1: Yeah, so I was playing. So what get dressed, boom, wedding ring goes right into my shoe that I'm gonna wear. You know what I mean? Oh, to, I guess.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, like my my sneakers that I wore to the yard. Never, dude, never lost again. So as soon as you put your shoe on, you know it's there. Boom, put it on. I like that. So you got to think of creative things with these things. Like right now, I'm like. Go to work out i'm taking it off put it on my in my sneakers right tie it and work yeah, out that's and i go then i take it off so
2: <laughs> i never i've always been terrified to lose mine i don't want yeah, when people come to our house in the summer uh and they're gonna go in a pool yeah. i make every girl take their wedding rings like i don't know how people go like into swimming pools and into the ocean with their rings on it terrifies me yeah <laughs> so like, I, that's like a, a house rule, you know, house. Hey like, honor,
1: my oh. beautiful bride's walking in first oh, time ever. Yes. Uh,
2: really <laughs> glowing bride. Look at you. <laughs> Wearing white. I like it. It's apropos. You should wear white for the rest of the year.
1: Day. Yeah, it's dry They're clean all day. All suits and oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So how are we doing? Do you have fun? Are you, uh, you are all? you feel different
1: still... about being married? Yeah. Do you? what, what's
0: You're awfully thing? demanding.
1: <laughs> no, give me some water. Give me. The, give me something to eat. What do we do with uh, here? Well, you look off. Oh, no, sorry. it just
0: feels great. I mean, it feels like deeper commitment on this. Yeah, what level. I, oh, that's what I. said. Really? Yeah. oh see, we should be married. <laughs> yeah, he said we that,
2: and then, and then at the end he goes, "But it's still business as usual." In a Casey.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. It's like you know, we had a really, really nice weekend, but you know, it's. Back, back, to at the it.
1: back at it, baby. Run. Back,
2: back it. to
0: getting the kids to school. And yeah. Back to running out of work.
2: Ah, well, you looked awesome. Everything looked great. I'm so thank glad you so it, much. guys. And I'm thank, so thank you happy.
0: for that clip. That was just. <laughs> she loves so that weird. clip. Sarah loves I that clip. I think I've watched it like 80 times. <laughs> I, I said... laugh every single time. And my favorite part <laughs> is you, your reaction where you're like covering up your face and like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm witnessing that. <laughs>
2: but you know what i said to sean after i'm like you know honestly you'll have that memory that like i remember like i don't like a bachelor party but i remember going out with my my side of the family and just did hers. but like i kind of remember it but this <laughs> ruining the
1: surprise you'll yes. never forget and it's on camera you have the rest I know. it's on <laughs> camera so good. Sarah loves that stuff too. You know, what I mean, she's like got the greatest sense of humor. She's just like, "That's so great that you blew the surprise." No, it's not.
0: It still was a surprise. I know. It still know. worked out
1: great. You didn't know exactly where you were going. You just knew it was tea yeah. something.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's so funny, it was over the top high tea. Over the top.
2: Yeah. Nice. All right, Sarah. well I love you. I'm so glad you change. got married. Okay. I just kissed her it's, very-
1: <laughs> it's my girl There she girl. goes off she goes you want oh, to talk she... about although one thing about sarah though like she's obviously taking over the space she she's always rearranging the kitchen oh, really? it's incredible dude like, got, like the cops were here for like months and they're yeah. over here oh. then i'm like today i'm trying to get jillian Tylenol. i'm like oh i have no idea where the Tylenol is. wait sarah's back. job security <laughs> <laughs> you
0: can't get rid of me if you don't know where things are that's a good yeah that's, <laughs> point. that's a good point
1: I mean, there's no way to get rid of her because things are everywhere in this house. It's so
2: funny you say that. The other day, just like finally after like six years, rearranged every cabinet, every cabinet in our kitchen. Yeah, still, and that was like that was probably like a week and a half ago. Literally every day, I open a cabinet. and I'm like, this isn't isn't where I get my cereal bowl anymore. And I was looking for Macy's uh, uh, food bowl for like a half hour yesterday morning and i'm like i'm not gonna tell her because i know because you know what she did she did walk around go this is here this is here this is here this you is weren't here. listening you weren't after listening to after like the second one i was like okay 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 <laughs> and now that she's out she's working she's not as remote anymore like i walk around the ha- the kitchen all day like there's spoons i need a spoon
1: <laughs> like, <what> <laughs> <do>? <laughs> dude <laughs> the other day the other day uh, i think i might have said this but Je- um jessica ortner's uh daughter lucia who's my goddaughter yeah. she comes running across the mayor's office takes a header right into the fireplace here boom <laughs> i'm like uh-oh so she's she's good and everything like that she's yeah. not no bleeding so jess holding her just like do you think you could just get me a band-aid because that, that'll make her feel better i'm like yeah no problem so it's like urgent i run to the kitchen no idea where they're no idea where the band-aids are dude I, i'm freaking i opened every cabinet you could possibly. i opened 48 cabinets <laughs> oh for 48 and i finally was like i finally found in like the 49th try it was the only place i didn't look i'm like the one thing i needed i finally find a band-aid she's looking at me like you serious i'm like i'm like your friend she she re, re- rearranges the kitchen every three weeks okay. the band-aids have been in 17 spots
2: There's a great Sebastian Maniscalco joke where he talks about adults shouldn't be, should never have more than one band aid on. He said one box of band aids should last you a lifetime.
1: (laughs) One box of band aids. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Upstairs, back. What do you got? One last thing. (laughs) Let's do it.
0: (laughs) The level of discomfort that the Casey family exhibits when i move things around i now find it comical so i i, I do it on purpose my own entertainment oh move things God. around so last night i moved the alexa like oh. whatever that thing is called yeah alexa um over to another side of the kitchen <laughs> and they were like well now we can't see what time it is ah, like, you guys are phones. what do you mean you don't know what call, time my, it do- is? my daughter called. It-
1: call it- my dad, Carly, and I get so. My, my, I mean, my daughter, Carly, and I get so rattled. She look at me. I look at her. I was like, I don't know, Carly. <laughs> Lex is behind the refrigerator now. So, it, was, it was kind. Of, it is kind. Of, it's becoming a joke now in our house. Pretty funny. Yeah. So I have
0: So many things that I use to entertain myself. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another example, and I'm sorry Oh, I No, I love mess, it. But so Sean loves to give his like. He likes to workshop his keynote speeches and mm-hmm. you know some of the things he does for breakthrough pro or even his hitter meetings mm-hmm. in the kitchen and oh. it's always when i'm in the kitchen trying to do something he's like hey <laughs> if you're not paying attention he like pokes you he's like because he wants you to face <laughs> him and listen you know like he needs that validation that like you're yes. listening I know. which i get because yeah. he has like a a fun intensity that like he just wants to get out yes. so now what i do when he does that is Rather than just sticking to what I'm doing, I'm like, "Let's make this a game." So I walk around <laughs> in circles in the kitchen and see how long it takes for him to realize, realize.
1: what I'm doing. I just follow her like a dog, like, yeah. Hey, yeah. "Hey, hey, 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 yeah. hey, Spot, hey, Spot." That's anyway. good. Yeah. Oh man, see, that's what I gotta deal with. That's so. That's what I gotta deal but that's with. That's what I was dealing <laughs> with that before, but we tied the knot. So, yeah.
2: hey, by the way, I saw your dude. I saw your Eddie Vedder's the Speed Eddie Vedder's event. That was so great, dude. Oh, dude, so, thanks. There's man. a Buffalo thing, right? Running toward yeah. a storm. That was
1: really cool. Yeah, it's the truth, though, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was great. Getting good Thank at these things, man. You were always Thank good you. at that stuff. Thank you, Chase. You've always motivated me.
1: Yeah, thanks, bro. I'm going down to Richmond this week. I got a little keynote speech on Thursday to the Richmond Squirrels down there, the minor league team. Oh, cool. They've got my big hot stove fundraiser, so I'm
2: flying down. Kind of a wimpy... Me- squirrels yeah let's go out there squirrels. In richmond
1: flying squirrels flying squirrels oh, dude you don't want a flying squirrel coming
2: at you oh yeah with those yeah. wings. they got those like wings almost like
1: yeah dude what if you walk out of your house a flying squirrels coming at you freaking yeah,
2: that's true th- that's scary
1: you're not being like oh hey mr squirrel you freaking running for your life you're you're running in the pool holding <laughs> so- <laughs> your breath for the next seven minutes it's a good point
2: um all right uh oh let's actually talk some sports here. <laughs> uh rookie of the year's announced yesterday very excited oh yeah back- a corbin and a gunner probably the first corbin and first gunner that everyone rookie of the year <laughs> yeah yeah very, very fancy names for both of them but both very deserving who, who you yeah watch?
1: both and both unanimous i think it's the yes. first time since bellinger and judge in 2017 that both guys were unanimous decisions all 30 yeah. votes went with, uh Carroll and henderson man i i, I was fortunate to i got to watch these guys both up close and personal you know to see Corbin Carroll. For, I I first saw Gunnar Henderson when we went to, we went to Baltimore and played them, uh-huh. and you know what? When you look at all the greatest athletes on the field, he stands out.
2: Yeah,
1: he stands out. He is such a big guy. He's I think he's six three six four. Plays shortstop. Plays third. He had a six six three, point,
2: six, three, 220 man.
1: I think he had a six three two twenty. Had a six three war too. Like wow. legit. Like, one of the best yeah. wars in in, in in the history of the game as a rookie. Yeah.
2: yeah. And yeah. I'm,
1: glad, I'm glad he won it, too, by the way, because,
2: like, he wasn't talked about as much as most guys who have done, who did, would, like, of a rookie that would do what he did. I feel like he was, like, almost a little bit under the radar at times during the season. But you, you got to see him up close and personal, right? How many well, times him 10 times before you were done? Well,
1: dude, if you go back and look at his year, he came out the gate scuffling. Yes bad. I think he was hitting like a bucks 70 or something right. through into May oh. with like no damage, no nothing. I was like, Hey, what's wrong with Gunnar Henderson? What's wrong with Gunnar mm-hmm. Henderson? And then he got hot, you know, and I thought what he said, he, I saw in a, I saw in an article, he was saying, I just had to stick with the process. I've, I've seen this movie before. I've, I've had enough of bats in the minors and in this game to know that like, I've seen this movie Stick with the process. You know, a tough thing as a young kid is what you what you do sometimes, Chinch, mm-hmm. is, you know, you throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you struggle a little bit. and you say, I got to revamp my swing. This doesn't work. I'm in trouble. No. It's the big leagues. There's going to be adjustments. You're in the big leagues because you're a really good player, and yeah. the swing that you got you there works and the approach that got you there works. You just got to, you know, relax, slow down, get you know you're one pitch away from getting hot and i feel like after he got his you know sea legs under him he was he started uh he started dominating man you know tw- i think he had you know 28 home runs i don't know the exact numbers got but gotta
2: here 28
1: 28 bombs
2: 82 ribbies 82 ribbies 29 yeah. doubles
1: 29 doubles bunch of triples how about three yeah he's got dude nine triples nine triples like dude he, this guy was a real deal so when you, go, when you go when you go back and look at this team and you you think how good they did man he was a big big factor this is one of the best players on that team you know i think not just a rookie one of the best players on the team and going to be a superstar in this league so good for gunner henderson um i don't think they've had a rookie of the year when it since uh since greg Olson in 89 too so wow, yeah that's
2: so cool. that's a, remember Greg Olson. I love that yeah, dude. Great baseball card, nasty <laughs> curveball, dude. Greg Olson, <laughs> no.
1: nasty, nasty hook. He was yeah, nasty.
2: Now, no, you said big Corbin's compact, man. He's kind of like built like me. i not too horn yeah. here. I mean, yeah, he's, you're he's, compact and jacked. Compact and <laughs> 510, 165. He's listed. I mean, he probably gets about to 170, 175 by now. I would guess with all yeah. the weight programs you bastards have. in mean, yeah, but dude. <laughs> He he reminds me, I, I was trying to like think of a comp. I don't really know a comp other than when I say the when I say compact, he's got kind of like the body type and kind of like the tight stroke that uh Bregman has. That's
1: kind of like yeah, I could Oh, that's a that's a good comp. That's a good comp. That's a good comp. A good comp. And also too, I mean, obviously they're different players cuz he's a th- one's a third base yeah. and one's an outfielder. If you type
2: the hitters a little bit. But
1: you but no, I I like short compact swings. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. know, I I look at Carroll, you can see why he got all 30 votes too. I mean, this guy's a game changer. What was what was what was good for baseball was that both these guys were in the postseason too. Yes, and everybody got to see him. Or Henderson in the postseason, and then you got a chance to see Corbin Carroll all the way to the World Series, and just see what kind of impact that he had, you know, on uh, on on the game of baseball. I mean, literally, when he's on and he's having a nice game, he could take over the game. He doesn't even have to get a hit; he could get a walk, steal a base, make a play in the outfield. But then when he does get hits, he could take it deep. You know, he could. Uh, you know, when he if he gets a hit, he's you know somebody he could steal second, steal third. Fifty stolen bases. I mean, this guy. This guy was a was and a triple. nemesis if you played against him. This guy was a game changing player. So, yeah, both so deserving, man. Gunnar Henderson, Corbin Carroll. You can see why both these guys got all thirty votes because they are going to be stars in this league.
2: No, I agree. One other thing, I'll add. The thing that like, I mean, I was already impressed with Corbin Carroll. He's so great, such a great player. But like, dude, he's twenty two years old. I think Shahadi said this because she she was with the D-backs like through the whole run uh, with TBS. And she mentioned something like this. His motor is so calm, dude. In like big wins. Like, you know, he's doing a post game interview. You're 22 years old. You're in the world series. And it's like, yeah, I just got a pitch to hit. I was really psyched. The guys are fired up. I'm like, dude, this guy, it's like a cold blooded killer. Like, yeah, yeah. he has like
1: the that, Navy that- seal guys. Like the guys are Navy seals. You know, the guys that yeah. seals, <laughs> you, the, guys that calmest guys. You know, oh, I mean, they're they're, they're not the, guy the guys you would think. Who's the guy we had on
2: who does who did the Navy SEAL program? Yeah, Mark
1: Devine. Mark did Devine. Mark
2: Devine, when he talked so calmly about when he would hear bullets and he would just start walking towards the bullets, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> this guy is the most terrifying human being I've ever seen. And he hasn't raised his voice like one octave in this conversation. I was te- not terrified of him. I'm so impressed. <laughs> right. Corbin Carroll, that's, that's a great point. He's got like a Navy SEAL head where it's like Never high, never low, smiles, in a good mood. Looks like he's happy to be playing baseball, but, like, just cold-blooded, like.
1: Yeah, he had a couple games where, if you go back to his interviews during the postseason, a couple games where he struggled, and then he started getting hot, real hot. Mm -hmm. And they asked him, hey, how'd you get through the struggles? And he goes, process. What do you mean? I just, I knew it was coming. I just keep my process. I just keep coming out there every day, doing what I got to do, control the controllables. And next thing you know, I'm 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 back where I want to be. But that's baseball. There's ups, there's downs. I'm not gonna get too high on the high, too lows on the lows. You're never as good as you think you are, you're never as bad as you think you are. That's Corbin Carroll. But yeah. you're right, man. I think that's that mentality of like, that's how you go through one sixty two. That's how you put up the numbers that he put up. That's how you, you know, uh you you get the production he did and how you stay on the field. It's just You just got to ride it out, man. You got to continue to show up, continue to have a great routine, continue to have a great process during the game. Hmm. And uh, you're going to put up numbers in this league.
2: Yeah. Um, We're going to talk like – so, Now tonight is the uh, manager of the year. I just – I totally forgot about this. I just realized Craig Council is nominated. Imagine he wins. Oops. Now you got to do that interview. You're stuck. You got Amsinger right in your grill tonight. (laughs) If you win, Craig Council, you're probably hoping he's not winning
1: so who do you think's gonna win that
2: in your face
1: i don't know dude i mean i think skip schumacher dude has a great shot of winning that i would love that i mean I the marlins him. you know who thought they were gonna do what they did this year yeah now okay
2: let me ask you this like without even handicapping a race so much like what Being especially being back you were back in the clubhouse what is it a decade later after you left mm-hmm. the clubhouse yeah what 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 are the challenges managers managers have now that maybe were different? I'm not saying they're it's harder to be a manager, like, but what are the different types of challenges now than back when you were playing? I is think it, there's what, more what, what noise. Human human element to it, or is it not? I
1: well, I just think there's more noise nowadays, you know, with social media, everyone's got a voice, you know, all that stuff. Um you also are answering to so many more people. You got the front front office is way more involved in the manager's you know decisions. Um, although when when I go looking back at my time with Booney and those guys, Booney, you know, people think Booney doesn't make out the lineup. He makes out the lineup every day. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the guy. Now there's a ton of input on hey this this might be a better matchup for him. So there's a lot of things to consider there. There's so many things to look at. Um, also, also too, I think where the analytics does a great job too is that. You know, you're having meetings to determine. Hey, listen, if this guy gets in, the starter gets in trouble. What's what, what, you know, and this guy comes up in the lineup for the other team. Who are we bringing in? What is what does the bullpen look like? You know, what what's the what's our best matchup here? That, that I think that's a bigger deal yeah. now in this day and era that the day and age than ever. And that analytics is great for that, for the yeah. matchups. For maybe this lefty's better. You know, is really good against this righty because he doesn't hit cutters well or whatever, you right, know what I mean? Right. So I think, that so the manager's meeting with those guys every day. He's meeting, you know, he, he, he knows what's going on, at the hitters meetings. He's got to meet with, uh, you know, he, he's got to make sure it put out, you're putting out fires all the time with the players. This guy hasn't played in four days and this guy thinks he should be playing and this rookie's up and he needs to play. And so you're juggling that. You're making sure um, you got got to feel the temperature in the room all the time. How you doing? How's everything going? Well, how's it going at home? you're struggling here you know you're, you're like a psychologist too to these guys so like um, there's so much going on for a manager yeah. that you know I, like I said when Craig council got eight million dollars a year I'm like good when mm. you get when you when you pull the veil back and you get to see what's going on with how the sausage is made in that clubhouse that manager has so much going on and then when you get into the game dude now it's time to motivate it's time to uh, pull the right levers. It's time to make the right decisions. You also have to know over 162. Maybe a guy's not f- having a tough time at home, or maybe a guy's just going through a little anxiety, or you know he's not available tonight, and you know these certain things. So you got you know the heartbeat better than someone, uh, uh, you know the media yeah. or a fan going, hey, how come so and so didn't come in? Well, you know because you're behind the, the curtain. So. These guys that are manager of the years, I th- that are up for manager of the year, top three guys out of 30, you know, 30 guys uh, out of, you know, 30 managers, there's six guys that you're, yeah. that you're looking at. That's a big deal for me. You know, when you talk about Snitker, I think the guys are Snitker, Schumacher, and Council, mm-hmm. and then who is it? Cash. Boach. Bochy. Is Boach up? Cash, yeah. yeah. Boach. Cash. And uh,
2: wait, who's the third here? I just saw. Cash, Boach. I'm missing somebody really good here. It's positive. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Cash, butch, Dusty? No. American League. Why am I missing this? Bochi. That's one.
1: Oh, a uh, Hyde. Brandon Hyde.
2: Oh, Brandon Hyde. Hyde. Yeah. yeah. You know Brandon what I like about so, that, by so, the way? Ca- huh? What I love about it is, like, think about the personalities are all a little bit like Snicker, Cash, like Bochi. Like, it, it's really cool. I, I like how young like younger guys have been getting their shots and the older guys when you need that guy who's been there when you need a bruce bochi they're signing them so it's it is a really good mix of managers now like in the nfl dude i'm with the nfl all year long every it's all the same names yeah it's all the same names in the nfl in baseball i think like guys have kind of pushed their way in like there's there's a youth Type movement in coaching. Hell, you are a coach. You are young yeah, dude, right? Uh, and then there is also like, hey, sometimes you need. It's exactly what happened with Dusty. Well, they they got Dusty uh, with the Astros because he was the only person with the experience right. to handle the mess that they were coming yeah. off of. Yeah. You know, but
1: then these young guys, you know, dude Kevin Cash with the Rays. It's like, dude Kevin a- Cash is going to be the it. number one free agent soon. I mean, was he's won he's won manager year two out of three years. This might be his best season ever. With with Wander Franco gone, with all the you know all the all the injuries they had in that rotation, they still won 99 games or whatever. I mean, this this might be Cash's best body of work is this year. So when you see a guy like Council making eight million dollars a year, I know Cash not making close to that. That's your number one prospect right there, managerial prospect. So yeah, yeah it, it you know it, it, I'm excited for these guys. This is a great award, um, and you're right that there's a there's a lot of responsibility that falls on these managers, man.
2: Yeah, it's a great point. And I'm just happening on a quote from the uh Reds president of baseball operations. Uh what do you say, Neander? Uh his quote about Cash is exactly what you just said. The job he did and that our staff <laughs> did this year to guide this team to 99 wins. This is, in my opinion, the best work that they have done. And Cash is at the front of that. Yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. That's
1: yeah, cool. I mean, and, you know, you wonder how these guys guy do doing... too,
2: right? Great guy. Well, oh, Cash is the
1: best, dude. He reminds me of Terry Francona. He's like a Terry Francona Jim Leland. Good one. You know. But he's more like a Tito. I mean, Tito was his mentor too. Really, played with him and played with him in with him in, uh, in Boston, and then he coached under him in Cleveland. So you get to watch Tito every day. Cash has that personality. He's a ball buster to the umpteenth degree. He's busting everybody's chops, and they're making everybody feel like you know they're they're the they're the best player on that team. They you gotta have hey we gotta have you off the bench because you're the best. You know, there's no one in the business that's better than you, dude. You could just see it when we played these guys. You're like wow, you could see. That they believe that you know he just sets a great tone there. So uh, I'm excited for to see what what happens when Cash gets a chance to be a free agent as a manager.
2: Yeah, that's a great point.
1: Oh, oh, hey, one last thing, dude.
2: Props to your guy. Let's go.
1: You're, oh, look at that. We both got. It. Let's go, bro. Arte time. Our boy Brian Johnson. Arte lands today, November fourteenth is launch day today. So go get your go get the book Arte. You can get it on. Uh, The audio book, or you can get it, you know, get it wherever you get your books, Barnes & Noble or Amazon or whatever. This book is, I'm already, I do two pages every day because there are 451 micro chapters. It's such a cool way to do it. I'm on page two, almost, page 173. But this book is a life-changing book. Just great, great medicine, wisdom, everything in here for your mind and, and, uh, and your soul, man. So go get this book. Arte, our man Brian Johnson he was just on a couple weeks ago check him out too in that in that uh that episode so good and uh have you been, got into it yet chichi
2: oh but i'm reading a quote right now it says this is a must read for anyone looking to take the game of life to the pro level the wisdom from brian in his book is unmatched and it will unequivocally change your life sean casey oh there you go there you go word, unequivocally i have not unequivocally, that's a unequivocally bro
1: good no job. doubt about
2: it good job no doubt. Nice. All right, so go out and get that, no, All I'm, right, man. I'm say today. I really am.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. go get Arte. Chinch, you're going to start it today, and so are all our listeners. Are going to go get it too. Nice. And let's all get right. it. Let's get it to a number one on the New York Times bestseller list. It's all right. Nice. I believe right now, coming out from the pre-sales, it's at number one or two right now. Wow, awesome. So let's I let's push that. it over the top and go get Arte, guys. Greatness, right?
2: we talk about.
1: It was the highest form of compliment you could give it back in the Stoic day, arte. This guy lives with arte. leads greatness. This guy lives with greatness. Moment, best version of yourself, moment by moment by moment. So, you're let's go have some arte today, bro. You're you're <laughs> living with arte, Chinch. Yes. Today on a Tuesday, November fourteenth, go dominate your day, brother. And Dude, everyone bro. out there, have a great day. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow.